lot of people say that if you want to have a good podcast, you need to shell out like five to 10K to get a studio, like a soundproof studio. So there's no background noise at all. And you have like really crisp audio. But I say that's bullshit because you, all you need is your a two- microphone to record on Anchor, Anchor Podcast. Now sponsor this podcast. <laughs> Anchor Podcast. Please check them there out. There will be an ad every 30 seconds now. <laughs> yes. We are an Anchor, Anchor exclusive Anchor, now. Anchor baby. We're, we're, we're two Anchor babies. Yeah, we're now. sponsored by Boba Tea today. I got Boba Tea. Oh, Boba Tea. Ask, yes, are you guys fans of Boba Tea? I am. I thought. I was thinking about getting it earlier when you texted me. It's I was like, right. ah. and then I was like, what, "Well, yeah. Do you like? Because I always get it with the the boba bubbles. Do you guys hate them or like them? I go back and forth on them all the time. I like, love them. Like, I'm like, oh, maybe. I love like, it depends bubbles. how I'm feeling. Do you like them? No, you hate them? I'm not not a big yeah. fan of like what is what is what is the boba? I think, what is I think the it? boba standard is tapioca. Yeah, and, I'm not a big uh, fan of tapioca. Okay. that's like that's the issue. Is like I had it before. I'm like, why am I why am I drinking like wet? Yeah, I had moist pellets. I had my one. Tea. <laughs> I had one that were like yeah. they're like honey ones that were really good. Uh-huh. I really like those. I haven't got. I haven't seen them anywhere there since though. Right, but, uh, I, but I, was uh, gonna, I was gonna say that you don't need a studio. All you need is your 2011 Nissan. Because honestly, this is the most soundproof we've ever ever had a podcast exactly. before. We, we oh, are nice. insulated. Yeah, so I, like that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Like I was editing the Marcus episode. And I was editing the Miguel episode. I'm like, yeah, everything is like you can't hear anything else outside at all except for like when sean accidentally elbows the car horn yeah i did that like six times (laughs) then then you'll you'll get some background noise but you know and uh peter what are they listening to they are listening listening to 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 mike minimum Minimum. (laughs) feels so good to do this (laughs) we haven't done that since last year uh, ah. that is true. It is a new year, a new year. We have, uh... Today's the final cutoff date of year jokes, so you can't be like, no more, that was last year, like, unless it literally That's was true. last year. Now, now it's all just 2020 jokes, as in, I got 2020 vision, am I right? Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a tough one. Only, yeah, no the only one, year you can do we're that. We're all super excited about it. Yes, yeah, so, it's a once-in-a-lifetime joke, because after, after 20, once well, 2021 30, 20, uh, no, I guess we can't, I guess... 30, 30? You, you think you're gonna be alive by 2,120? Yes. That that doesn't sound like a yeah, real Elon year. could invent a nice little uh, mask that keeps you alive. Who knows? Yeah, I, know I would saying, imagine he'd do that. Well, this is, do. The next 10 years are going to be really weird. Like mm-hmm. that's, just, that's the one thing I know for certain is that they're going to be a time of a change. Yeah, Iran's not going to exist anymore. <laughs> well, they said that about last decade. So like, it's just going to turn into it's just going to turn into a Walmart or something. Yeah, yeah that place it, might well, be in trouble. <laughs> honestly, the entire planet might turn into a Walmart in, to, I mean, in the next 10 I years. I mean, the entire planet might not be here in 2030. Yeah, so, no. Shout uh, out to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Don't that say we didn't warn you. Is, Don't say two Mike Minimum didn't warn you. Do you believe what they say about the 500 billion species dying? What are the 500 billion? Are they yeah. bugs? Billion. I think a lot what of them are going off of bugs insects. and frogs. Yeah, we're going off of bugs here. I mean, most, there's like, I think there's like 70% of the world's animal population are insects. And like, I'm pretty sure we haven't even counted like a third of them. I think like, it's, there's yeah, a I think lot. It's way higher. Like, it, it's every like bug count in terms of species on the planet is just an estimate. Like, I don't think anyone has yeah, any idea. Like, no one like, you know, counts like it's just well, like they try to count, but it's just like there's so. I mean, you know, so many things are like evolving and going extinct like yeah. rapidly that it's just like no one, you know, it's all just an estimate. Who so I think it, the number is probably inflated because of the insects, but uh, who cares about insects? Yeah, so like, welcome to insect talk. Uh, <laughs> to insect talk. Well, you found out what the most sad picture is. Is somebody that was the somebody feeding a koala bear a water bottle next oh, to the I flames? Saw that one. You yeah. want you want feeding people to donate him? to your cause? Get a koala bear and feed it. Yeah. That will cause cool. everybody. People are donating like five hundred grand. Yeah, of fucking those like pink donated like a million dollars. Yeah, you know, fuck, fucking when it's eat America's burning, but like Australia, the little cute koala bear. Yeah, maybe we should use some of our anchor money to donate to the yeah, cause. Yeah, listen, guys. <laughs> yeah, every dollar you donate to Sean uh, Dash Barry Dash Twenty Five on Venbo will go into my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> every we'll last one, and we'll I go will go straight into his wallet made out of cow leather. And, guys, and, I tell you, and I tell you what, all that money will eventually go for me on go on vacation. Where I will go to not Australia, <laughs> but I'll think about it. I will go to the place that will give me the biggest carbon footprint. Exactly, That's exactly where I'll go. Uh, but anyway, we should interview uh, yeah, the, interview the voice, the mystery voice. Yeah, the so mystery far. voice has been Woo! chatting with it's us not a the mystery whole time. Voice, because you've seen the name on the episode <laughs> yeah, title. People read. Uh, but anyway, uh, we got a great guest for this episode. He runs a weekly show here in New York City at Bowery Electric, Electric called Freestyle Comedy. Uh, and also, I'm very proud of you, Sean, because this is actually the first guest you've booked. That's not true. With <laughs> I helped book uh, James Crowley. <laughs> Fuck, shut up. I did. That's not a real person. That sounds Fine. like you made him up. That sounds like someone's like, no, what's I your usually, girlfriend's I name? And you're a- like... 
Anna Spaghetti. <laughs> I usually book all the guests, but but Sean man, because Sean met you. Sean managed nice. to like coordinate yeah. this. But uh, Charles Engel made it. Welcome Hello. to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great Charles. studio you guys have. Four wheel yeah. drive. Yeah, four wheel drive. Uh, not, this windows. car does not have four wheel drive. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> shitty studio you guys have. Yeah. Uh, no, this is like I would say this is like the best studio we've recorded in. So yeah, and you far. Yeah, look, like, look at this Asian lady just screaming. It's so great. Oh to yeah, see wow, so, wow. she's love, into it. I love. Uh, you know what's good about AirPods is uh, I think more than tethered headphones. When people are in arguments, they she's she's pointing like she's actually talking to somebody. Yeah, she. I think right. it gives you the freedom to actually pretend somebody's there. Yeah, she is angry. Uh, yeah. I love a good man. I saw a live argument. I love eavesdropping. I don't know how you guys oh, feel I love about eavesdropping. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is uh, headphones, no volume, listen to the people next to me on the train. But the other day I got a gift. There was a couple fighting outside my window. Um, at like 3 a.m. I wake up and they're fighting and the girl's like, take me back. Like one of those where the girl oh. probably cheated and the guy's just standing in the street like, fuck you. She's climbing fuck you, up Miranda. on Miranda. Yeah, exactly. And um, so he storms. She's Why like, "Why'd you go suck Jeff's dick again?" Yeah, exactly. You could tell he fucks. She fucks somebody else. Yeah, and, uh, oh, it's a dream. She <laughs> she storm what to get cheated on? Or no, to to, to, no, 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 no. Watch to, someone get cheated on. Oh, I thought that your dream was to just cheat on someone. That's what <laughs> I interpreted. I like how we all just Listen, had different I'm not, theories. I'm, I'm on not what Marcus Givon. I don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> but um, oh, this was the best part. Well, kind of sucked because so he ran away eventually. He said. Uh, he goes, I don't need you anymore. And then he was on the street and then he went up the sidewalk, but he tripped on like a dent in the cement and he fell. Oh, no. And the girl looked at him. It was like a, a lull in the argument. And he goes, help me up. And then she goes, I thought you didn't need me anymore. <laughs> boom. <laughs> the oh, cheater won. And you got out, you got out your window being like, boom. Yeah. I was like, fucked, there is no man. God. Yeah. Whoa. It was great. Pull out the phone, chat world star. I know. <laughs> I do roast battles all the time. I know <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come back when I see one. Yeah. Bam. Damn. Is, is World Star th still a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was. Yeah. It's totally a World Star. It hasn't been as prominent. It, it's though, sad years. that like every time I see a fight on the subway, like I never say it, but in my head I hear someone screaming World Star. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like it's telling me to take out my phone and like get like a bajillion views on World yeah. Star. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's definitely it's definitely still a thing. But it's all just like fights. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Always, it's always like, all is there fights. death? There's not death on World Star. Right? No, uh, no. It's, it's a lot not, of people that look like they got killed. Or it's, they got not knocked. Live, it's not live leak. <laughs> yeah, <Okay. no. laughs> yeah. I just found out about. I mean, sometimes you know you go through those. Uh, I just found out about live leak like a month ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, no. It's like gangbang for it is, dying. It is intense. It, it, it's like it is amazing. Like there's no rules of what you're allowed to upload on the internet. It's just anything goes. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a it's a free market, but then you know like. Websites are their own private corporations that are allowed to do regulation. I mean, Reddit used to have a subreddit called Watch People Die. Yeah. They, they axed it recently because yeah. they were like, why do we have this as yeah, a subreddit? Yeah, I, I, I very much agree with that. It is funny that like Reddit is like a place where like people will create crazy subreddits and then Reddit's all of a sudden like, why Why is this here? No, get out yeah, of here. Come on. No, yeah. you guys no. Yeah, they've become a little more... Uh, <laughs> A little more strict. Yeah, a little more... Unless it's porn. Porn, yeah. though, you can pretty much do anything. So long as, like, yeah, as long as everybody's above the age of 18, it's completely yeah. fine. <laughs> but, but, but so so there is porn, but there's also people who take it a step further. And I think this subreddit also got banned, but there used to be a subreddit called r slash doppelbanger. And all it was was people, like, posting photos of... Uh, girls they knew and they were like can you find a porn star who looks like oh yes wow. that is the eternal hunt they wow. even made an app for that why does it say that here? is the <laughs> Why does it say the moderator of this is Peter Clark Dash D? I don't know. D sixty nine sixty. No, that subreddit also got axed recently because I get read it's just like, come on, guys, yeah, it's, stop it's, doing it's this. Very, stop. It's, it's very. Creepy. Have you guys ever uh, seen somebody you know in a porn or on a nude? Uh, um, I've been meeting porn stars lately. Okay, uh, but like that's I haven't. True. Why See, have you been meeting porn stars lately? Oh uh, well, or give, how? Give give a quick plug. I've been working with the Chrissy Mayer's podcast. Okay, uh, the Wet Spot. Where she, there's a lot uh, of yeah, porn she, stars on she's that. A lot of <laughs> yeah, she's a sexual person, right? Very. Yeah, she's okay. like, she or, has to be. Okay. <laughs> she has to be because of the bod? No, I mean, she's just like, ah, what else do friend I got? Of the podcast. <laughs> friend of the podcast. No, she was on kidding. the podcast Love earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Check out the, I was watching, watching out the your Chrissy story today. Yeah, you were yeah. filming the wet spot. And uh, I've she's very nice. She's very funny. But like, yeah, when we take, every time I see her in a photo, it's kind of like that pin-up pose or like a sexy boobs yeah, out she, pose. She, she knows her angles. She yeah. Knows, she knows how to get her audience up. And yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, 
no judgment, but I, the guys who come to our shows are not the guys you want to hang out with. Dude, yes. Yeah, but that's, that's her that, that's audience. A lot of YouTube comments come to life. A lot of weirdos. <laughs> I wish. It's a, it is, it's more like Twitter eggs come to life. I will, I will say, when uh, I didn't I didn't see the Luis J. Gomez show, but when he was at White Plains Comedy Club, like the two guys who stuck around for like the show afterwards mm, yeah. looked exactly like Luis J. Gomez. Dude, those, I think all of his Luis Gomez fans look like him. I think they, I think they don't like their fans, too. Yeah. Oh, don't they shit on their fans? Imagine oh, they, they do. Wouldn't. They're like, but they're like, they're the they only wouldn't. fans who will be okay with white guys saying Dude, the N-word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it's a lot only, of yes. Like a- if I did a show and the only people in my audience were skinheads who said, I'm not racist, but I'd be like, fuck you guys. Yeah, thanks right, for yeah. yeah, thanks for subscribing. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Like yeah. thank you for supporting my income, but I mean that, fuck that you. was our entire audience the first two Mike minimum show, but other than that, like it was yeah, fun. That's yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. It was just like Hey, you know, don't tread on you, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Come on, you can say whatever you want. It's comedy. Oh yes, those Lo- people. A lot of those nuts. guys. But thank you, Charles, for being on. Oh, yes, yeah, thank we'll you. Well, how's this porn going? Sorry, do you have a question loaded? I'm sorry. I want to. Feel, <laughs> no, I want to no, know go. more about the porn stars. What are they? Oh, is yeah, that just yeah, yeah go, go for I it. Have, I met Stoya and Madeline Monroe last night. Uh, they were very nice. Very Stoya's lovely. hot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Peter's revealed himself about himself. No, I, I have a funny story with Stoya because, like, I remember someone like on Messenger was like sending me like gifts of Stoya, but at this, but before then, I didn't know she was a porn star. I was like, oh, yeah. that, that that woman's attractive. Was yeah. she naked? <laughs> no, she wasn't mm. naked at all. And then he, my friend was just like, yeah, it's a porn star. I'm like. Oh, because yeah. like I just don't really find porn stars that attractive, yeah, so it was yeah. like a weird thing for me being like, whoa. And it's funny because afterwards I asked him, I, I stupidly asked him, I was like, how do, you, where do you know her from? And then my friend's it's just like, like uh, uh, porn, yeah. 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 Now, uh, Stoya was cool. She wore like a power pantsuit to the thing. I was like, oh, she's that like, she's like, you dress up to do comedy. And I'm yeah. like, she gets it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. They, but the, the, both of them had like the look on their face of like, oh, I need to talk about sex. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm on my off time. I thought yeah, this was no just one wants to talk yeah, about like, that. Probably the after hours of the job. Like, yeah, I'm sure everybody's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, me. They want to go home and watch. I don't know, The Witcher or something. Yeah. Or they yeah. just want to go they home watch and, you. Yeah. Or they want to yeah, go you. home and play The Witcher. They might be like video gamers. I don't think they want to watch you because I'm pretty sure that most of them are stalkers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's like too real for them. This is a this is the, a very hack or over ramp but it, it is still weird how girls despite fault like they always think the serial killer is hot. Yeah, well, in the fairness of the show, you, the guy is hot. The like, guy's hot. I know they have to cast like, a hot guy. Yeah, but, but like that guy should look like me. Like, that's who that yeah. should be the you star. You got to have a creep. Yeah, you should have a creepy. Yes, I know. Yeah, for a new show, you got to have <laughs> a hot guy to get. Yeah. I checked his Instagram out. I just found, uh, and he's like millions, two, 2.5 oh, million. The guy was on Gossip Girl. That guy, so. ironically, oh, probably has okay. a lot of stalkers oh, because 100%. of that show. Oh, yeah, he's going to end up in a box one day, just like the show. Someone's <laughs> going to fucking, yeah. I just read a story about Robert Pattinson dealing with his stalker. Where he uh. decided to fuck it, just take her out on a date, Whoa. and then the entire time he just complained about his life. Nice. Where he's just like, "No, nah, listen, I gotta do this," and he's like, he's shitting on Twilight the whole time. He's like yeah. that was a horrible. Those are horrible movies and books. Yeah. And I'm like, that's probably the way to do it. Yeah. Did, did it work? Was she just like? Yeah. She's eh. like, oh, the the illusion was broke. Because, you know, that makes sense. Charles Angle, thank you for being That's on. Charles. And you are you are originally, if Sean didn't lie for me, were from Phoenix. Yes, I'm Phoenix, from Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. So out of all the states that we've uh, talked about, I have n- I don't know any don't stereotypes know of Arizona. Oh really? Uh, what I'll a stereotype. Tell you the, I'll tell you we stereotyped every state. Everything. Okay. Everything's in turquoise. That's all I know. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of turquoise. A lot of scorpions. Uh, everybody's got a huge dick and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's here's the stereotypes of Arizona. Yeah, a lot of people, especially in New York or on the East Coast, think it's a straight cowboy land, which in some parts are true. Um, you can go to a bar and ride a bull in some for forty dollars. Like that's what you you can do that in one night. But you guys maybe can do that upstate where you live. Is there something uh, like that? Like actual yeah. bull or like a mechanical? It's a real fucking bull, which no, I we cannot my surprise. Do that. No, I don't. There's yeah. no bull riding in Westchester, New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, it's a big, so it's changing now, but it used to be, we're like the, we're a big red state. So we're like the last people to ever uh, authorize MLK Day. We're last oh, I'm that. A, big oh on God. guns. That's why you guys like, didn't get the Super Bowl for years. Yes. They refused to recognize MLK Day. Yes. And a big gun state. So a lot of people, they're not walking around. Like, there's Scottsdale in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona's very new, so everything's very nice, very modern, very, right. you know, chic. There's not a lot of rednecks walking around with guns, but people are shooting, like, AR-15s in the desert and, like, taking their helicopters to the desert a lot. There's okay. a lot of that. Yeah. yeah, I guess you have, like, that open range to just yes. yeah, well, I mean, there's do no, whatever you want. There's so much just grand valleys, yeah. right, of just desert. Oh, here's what I know about Arizona, John McCain. 
John yeah, that's all I know about Arizona. <laughs> Grand Canyon, he Copper. Here's something about Arizona. Maybe you don't know. If you drive just two hours north of Phoenix, it snows. You can snowboard. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I've been to Taos, New Mexico. Okay, great. And I've skied there. And a lot of people like have that misconception that New Mexico is yeah. all a desert. Yeah. Like, what? It snows in New Mexico. Yeah. That's so weird. So yeah, that, I imagine there's that near. Yeah. That's one of the western states I haven't been to. Is Arizona? Arizona. I do yeah. love Arizona. I okay, do. Uh, yeah. Cool. I still love going back and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's just because it's so uh, it's spread out. The sun's always out, so everybody's got to be hot. Like you gotta, everybody has to work out all the time. Not has to, but you find more people are always working out because it's like, oh, everybody's wearing yoga pants every day. Shit. Well, yeah, you can't yeah. wear more than a t-shirt. I, yeah. I, I feel like good in I feel t-shirt. like it's a bunch of really hot people and then a thousand me's. Just like, just like, but those yous are like yeah. forty years old. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. like, they're, but like they're just they they all look like melted ice cream cones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, there's some uh, some weirdos out there. If you go, yeah, like my dad lives in Cave Creek, Arizona, which is definitely more of a desert territory so it's like uh yeah a lot of weirdos living out there but um everybody's yeah my dad's a pool man classic arizona job <laughs> yes yeah, everyone i would imagine everyone has like a pool yes there. i think of an arizona pool. house they have like a pool in the back rocks in like... the front yard pool in the backyard <laughs> yeah, rocks. You know? I, I, yeah, yeah ice cream paint job but um yeah arizona's great i like going but actually comedy scene is huge well the scene isn't huge but I he- i've heard it's blowing up but, actually yeah there's there's definitely some good comics and there's some major clubs there's a lot of clubs and you can do the a 700 person club do a 100 person room so you get some good ex- i definitely um i got to get on those stages before moving to new york and kind of get the nerves out of the way of like what if one day i'm on a you know all just by kind of luck and the staff being so nice but uh yeah, Arizona's good. Hot women. Uh, my girlfriend's from Arizona. She's way out of my league. I that know. Was... I've seen you post her. I was like, damn. Yeah, she's very, very, very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm walking around New York, definitely slams it to you like, oh, she should not be with me. There's so many dudes <laughs> on the subway where you're like, Jesus. You ever yeah. stare at a man for too long? And you're like, God, I love All you. the time. Yeah. I'm just like, well, how does this guy exist? How do you exist? As we yeah. established in the, one of the last episodes is my now hatred of Kumail Nanjiani. Oh because yeah, of how he looks. I, I can't take it. It's not okay. Yeah, there's too many, too many very hot people in New York. Yeah, right. Um, so we'll actually we'll get into the beginnings. Uh, what got you into comedy in the first place? Uh, comedy. I, I'm one of those guys. I always wanted to do it. One day I turned on the TV when I was a kid, and uh, I was trying to find South Park. So I went to Comedy Central, and uh, Jeff Foxworthy was Classic. on TV. And uh, I just remember being a kid. Um, my parents would always number, you know, classic parents come home, bitch about their jobs every day. Yeah. And then they both worked in offices and I was like, Oh, all I know about the real world is that it sucks. And then, <laughs> uh, when I saw Jeff Foxworthy, I was like, I don't know what that is, but he looks like he's having fun. So I'll just do that. And, uh, it's way harder than just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, hard. it's, it's, yeah, and surprisingly it's, yeah. everyone's miserable. Yeah. Aww. Surprisingly you, people are sad. People are, if you've never shot a scorpion, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you may not be from Arizona. <laughs> Dude, I was obsessed with the blue collar boys for the longest time. They do appeal. I still think Ron White's hilarious. Ron White uh-huh. is very funny. Well, yeah. I think, uh, Larry's done, right? I don't think, he, well, I don't know. I think I've never I think... heard, uh, from Larry, the cable guy since like cars three <laughs> Listen, hot, hot take. I like cars. Oh, I like the first cars movie i haven't seen cars i mean i think the first cars is okay yeah. i mean oh fuck Get it in. we could go on for the next like 50 minutes about cars but yeah, we, we should not yeah, go yeah, yeah, big, <laughs> big car heads yeah big big cars guy um, uh, i don't think it's, i was with the blue collar comedy it was like you know everyone makes fun of them but i do remember all their jokes oh of course and i do i either I, sometimes i ironically laugh at them and then i really do laugh at yeah them. they were good i mean yeah you can make funny larry as you as you get older larry gets a little more like ah, i see what he's doing like okay yeah, but the rest of them, I still like Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Ingvall. He's a little more family. Where you're like, ah, eh, it's a cute story. Ron White's still pumping out specials. I mean, yeah, they're good. I mean, they get to do what we all want to do, which is just do stand up all the time and make money doing it. So much money, and their butts, and they were doing it in like yeah, they got to they hang made out with it their big. Fr- they got to, they got to tour with their friends for yeah. like an entire year. Making people laugh. I'm like, doing yeah, shit. sign me up. Yeah, and we're not worrying about like, who knows if that was, but they got the party before shit was always filmed, too. That, that's they true. They didn't have to worry if they were crazy partiers. I'm sure they had to do, dude, they had to do some drugs and like go crazy. You tell me. I I've I heard rumors. Larry's a big coke. They were, guy. I mean, yeah. yeah, they were doing a blue collar tour. They had to be doing meth at some point. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's part of, yeah, like, and true. there's no way they didn't make out with a girl, and it turned out they were her cousin. You know, like, that's exactly. just like that's just that's just what happens. Yeah, that's where get her done came from. Get her she's your cousin. Get her done. <laughs> oh shit, it's Clarissa. Oh yeah. well, Clarissa. 
Uh, so cool. So you got started in Phoenix? Yes, I got started in Phoenix, and um, I think I was 20 years old, and uh, I started doing it once a week, you know, sneaking into bars and doing that. My first, I'll tell you the first place I, I was ever allowed, because I was 20 and not 21, I would go to this um, coffee shop every Monday, and it was a uh, battered women's shelter. And I'll tell you, they're Whoa. not the easiest to make laugh. They, uh, <laughs> it was pretty rough. But um, that's where I would go every every Monday. And then when I turned 21, I would, you know, get into the other open mics. And by that time, I had figured out a set that would work at a battered women's shelter. Okay. Oh, my so God. So I was like, you know, you have that like, oh, fuck, I'm allowed in the, I can do an open mic at a club now. I'm about to fucking batter these women here. And uh, <laughs> I Boy, bombed. I'm about to kill these women, huh? Yeah. <laughs> With jokes. Which, exactly. And I can't tell you the level of them. Just classic. You're like, I'm a kill. And all the real, like, 30-year-old comics who are doing coke <laughs> in the bathroom. Are right. Like, what is this? Bitch in a cardigan, like cardigan, talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was all. I had a five minute set on like how I couldn't get married, and it was so embarrassing. <laughs> At like twenty. At twenty yeah. years old. So it's like stupid. it's over for me. Yeah, such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you women, it seems like it's over for you, but for me, it's <laughs> fucking over. <laughs> That's crazy. A, ba- a battered there, women's wh- shelter. Yes. Wh- wh- a coffee shop. So it was like a safe so, space. That it was a coffee shop, but the coffee shop was made. As like, uh, you know, it had like nice chairs. It was like a little place, but it wasn't just like there was a beanbag, nice couch and stuff. So it was like where battered women would take refuge. Maybe. I don't know, because maybe they'd go there after they were beaten. Like it, it closed. Like you couldn't stay. OK, so okay, so, so they, the so cause it, failed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So tragically, so the, yes. w- the battered women did was not. The, was the yeah. mic? Was it a variety mic or was it a comedy mic? It was mostly comedy. And uh, damn, yeah. And then there was, one woman reading her poetry. That's, yeah. It's honestly surprising that at a coffee shop that would consider themselves a safe space for abused women, they're like, you know what? We're gonna allow open mic yeah. comedy here, yeah, and just see what happens. Y- you know, wait for that one guy to be like, well, what? It's a free country. I yeah. can say what I want him to say. This was America. Yeah. Yeah. This was America. What's- that is so balls. <laughs> it was super, yeah, very weird combo. And I never bought anything. Nobody ever bought anything. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to buy anything. And then, and then it closed down. Oh, $4.99 for a tea, no thank you. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was that was it. It was a very weird start. And then what what year was this around? Um, Probably 2012 or 13, okay. Okay. something like okay. that. And then uh, and at that time, was there a lot going on comedy-wise in Phoenix? There were there were a good amount of comics. So I would say at any given point in time in Arizona, there's maybe no, there's maybe 100 or 200 comics. Maybe. Okay. Maybe That's 200. That could be a lie. Yeah, there's definitely not 200 then. Maybe it's it's got to be less than 100. But at that time, it was the most I've ever seen. A lot of people doing comedy then. A lot of people that definitely were good where you're like okay it wasn't as uh now that i think about arizona being you know in comparison to new york and going to other towns and being like oh everybody sucks in this town but that's only because there's 20 of them and they don't have no idea what they're doing there were comics that were like oh shit like these guys know how to do it like they have an hour so that was cool to at least have a couple people to be intimidated slash inspired by so that was nice and um but still, my jokes for years were so stupid. Like, oh, I yeah. went to community college. And, you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and eventually you grow up and realize, like, no one cares. No one cares. About, no, no yeah. one cares yeah. about, about how I see the world. Yeah. yeah. So in Arizona, in Phoenix, um, are there any, like, what's, like, the club situation? Like, what's, like, the alt is situation? It, is it like, like here where you're getting, mm, you're getting yeah. passed by clubs to come up? Or is it, yeah. like... there's the, So the club situation is there... There's a couple of there's a couple of ways to get into clubs. The way I did it is um, one year I had a lucky year where I won. There were competitions and I won both of them in a year, and um, so that got me a little bit of access for the booker. All the bookers of all the clubs were at the competitions. Okay, and uh, you know I practiced really. I practiced my set down. I got it down to a, a really good six for. The people, the really good people didn't enter the competition, which they had that like, fuck competitions. And I was like, fuck you then. I'll definitely win if you guys aren't going to be in it. And um, that's one way to do it when the competitions, the bookers see you. Another way is there was a, there's a bringer once a month at an improv, a Tempe improv. And then if you do well there, you can maybe get the booker's ear and be like, hey, I'd love to host. And then if you keep, you know, hosting well, sooner or later, they'll be like, you know what? Maybe you get a guest spot on a weekend and then you do well and prove yourself again. You can eventually become a host. But uh, yeah, that was the clubs are great. But I mean, I should not have been there when I was there. But it definitely has uh, 
they kept giving me chances. And the one of the clubs was downtown, so it was a lot of Arizona is just very white and like Republican and yes. stuff like that. So there's one that's downtown that's just like mixed different races go there and like you're not just your stupid community college jokes aren't going to work and i would just eat my dick in front of like (laughs) 500 people and uh over and over again and then eventually even if the jokes are stupid you you get that you know that essence about you where you're like you know what fuck it like i'm gonna sell these jokes i'm gonna have fun they're gonna get on my side and then uh that's what the clubs helped me learn is like wow bombing sucks but for some reason you know you see those comics that like their jokes are not your favorite, but they have so much fun where you're like, oh, I'm not going to change the channel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the people who are interesting. Yeah. People who know to. how to be on stage yes. and deliver these jokes as a, like, like, oh, like, oh, but like, you know, it's not my cup of tea, but they know what they're doing. Exactly. Just, just yeah, like you can that. respect them. That's yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of my jokes in general where I'm like, you know, you see all these comics out in New York and you're like, holy shit. You're like a genius. Yeah. And then you think about your jokes. You're like, you know what? Like when I'm when you're on stage, you know, you're like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to have fun. When I first moved here, that punch of like, oh, my God, everybody's not everybody. But there are so many killers out here. You're like, should I just go home? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, do just, I die? What just, do I do? I know that feeling of just like, ah, oh, yeah. fuck. This yes. Is, the abyss. Like, like some guy you'd never seen before. And you're like, what, did he just show up today? Yes. And he's like, ah. Yeah, I hate that fucking. Yes, it's like oh yeah, he just he just got created to be better than me. Yes, the first few months here were brutal. Just seeing like the uh, the young kids pass at the cellar, pop up at the open mics, and you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, now it's been good. I've been here a year, so I was. I was that feels that's good. the next question: is When did you move? I moved last October, I think, so a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And then um, I wouldn't advise not knowing anybody on a move. It definitely was. Uh, Intense. Yeah, that, you guys that, just yeah. packed up and moved so here. Just, yes. Like came here and yeah, hoped for the best. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, and that was so. I mean, you definitely learn a lot being like truly not truly alone. I mean, I moved in. My family's from here, so I moved in with my grandma. But okay, like, I got you. I went and I lived in Chicago before this for a few months, and I didn't know anybody too. And I always was kind of good at making friends but i think as you get older people you know in your 20s that's when you start to like people are like hey i have my friends yeah i'm good i, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't i'll entertain me. you for a couple minutes at a mic but then like i kind of don't want to hang and uh going through months and months of like Bleh, like who am i nobody wants to be my friend that's like a, a good level to kind of like i thought it was uh cool to kind of overcome like okay being lonely is fine you have to experience it and then eventually people do want to hang but for a little bit, you're like, is it me? Like, you know what I mean? You're like, I thought it was good to make you friends, but maybe. It's like, I know I didn't put on deodorant today, but I don't smell that yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. You started like, do I have autism? Like, what is this? I mean, I just like think of like so many open mics and I'm just like, I don't want to talk with anybody. Exactly. Of you. That's I what don't it is. You just, you just look at guys and you're like, I'm only yes. going to interact with like a killer or someone who's just like yes. overtly yeah. friendly. Well, we all, doesn't, yeah. we doesn't all, seem miserable all the we time. All, we all <laughs> turned into sycophants just being like, that was my word of the day for everybody. Sycophants. Yeah. Exactly. I was just like, oh. Like, yeah. And then could... being the guy at the mic was like, I need to meet people. Yeah. It's like, that's the worst well, place to do it. How, how do I meet Jeff Ross? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys um, in at the clubs? Uh, going back to Arizona though. So what are the clubs in Arizona called? Um, you have a Tempe Improv, you have a Stand Up Live, House of Comedy, it's Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, there is an independent club called Stir Crazy Comedy Club, and when I was uh, doing comedy there, there was another independent one called Comedy Off Main Street, which was like a 50 person, Stir Crazy is like 120, House of Comedy is like a 250, Tempe Improv could probably do 300, 350, and Stand Up Live... Max is probably 650. Are those all in Phoenix or are those like around the Stir Crazy is a little towards, uh, most of them are in Phoenix. And then Stir Crazy is um, towards Glendale. It's right next to the Cardinal Stadium. So that's like a 35, 40 minute drive from Phoenix. And then um, House of Comedy is in Scottsdale. Scottsdale is one of the parts of Phoenix that's like uh, um, wealth, a good good amount of money there. So you're going to get a lot of white golf clubby. Yeah, Scottsdale is kind of like the Hamptons on Long Island, New York, right? Yeah, there's Scottsdale and Paradise Valley. Paradise Valley is like billionaires, like, because Arizona is a big vacation, second home. So there's homes in Paradise Valley that you're just like, I can't. And they're like, whose house is that? And you're like, oh, the people that own Walmart. And you're like, okay. (laughs) And then they're like, that's actually a decoy house. My dad's a pool guy. So he, he, (laughs) you know what I mean? He cleans like Larry Fitzgerald's pool and like the Walmart people. He's like, the the real house is underground. And I'm like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> the real house, the house is not underground. There's just a spaceship that's underground yeah. that yeah, takes that, you that, to the moon where yes, their house is. Exactly. Yeah, the, 
<laughs> it's unbelievable. God, yeah. It's pretty cheap yeah. to live in Arizona, right? Yes. Like Taxes-wise, that's yeah, why a lot, a, lot of, a lot of millionaires move there. Yeah, ton of yeah, millionaires, yeah. ton of uh, ton of Chicagoans and Canadians. So uh, Really? Hmm. Yes. A lot of... Uh, my what? dad cleans Frank Caliendo's who... pool. It's very weird. And Frank Caliendo just bought... How does he know it's Frank Caliendo? How does he know it's not George Bush or... Uh, <laughs> just, just one of those guys. Uh, it's so embarrassing because my dad would try to... My dad's like a very supportive dad. Like even in sports, I was the worst athlete ever. But let's just say I was failing at like a swim. He'd still be like, yeah, I'm like filming it. And I'm like, oh, this makes Aww. it so much worse. <laughs> so uh, he'd always try to get me to meet Frank. And then I'd be like, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, here's yeah, my right. son. He's trying to make it. Yeah, that, <laughs> and, that's, uh, oh, God. Oh, I know that so uh, much. So, and, and then Frank's like, hey. And I'm like, ah, hey. I cleaned your filter. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um So, which of your, which of those clubs, like, do you like the most? Like, <sighs> I think I'm most comfortable at House of Comedy. Okay. That's a Canadian style club. So you have to do if you're a host, you have to do 20 minutes up top. Okay. And okay. that really trains you, at least me, to be like, okay, it's it's something of like 20 minutes up top as a host is very different for me because like, uh, in terms of crowd work and maybe just being a funny person compared to being like hello here's my 20 minutes and did you ever notice that hats are you know what i mean i kind of right, went right, back and can. forth and be yeah. like because you really have to kind of whip them into shape yeah exactly and yeah. Um, get, get everybody in the right mood for comedy yeah like all right who's from out of town everybody but, yes. not, but doing it better way yeah. than that you know doing like the- some finding out like how would i host that kind of brings out in my opinion it either you don't it doesn't or it forces you to be like Okay, yeah, who am I? Like, kind of like you think of people like a Crystalia, Pete Holmes, like younger versions of them, where it's like, oh, they're kind of kooky and they have fun and they're silly. Yeah. Like, they're not yeah. up there fucking throwing gems. And they're right. just like, so that was, I think, a beneficial thing was House of Comedy being like, okay, you know, Tempe Improv is like, okay, bring my 10. I've been working on my 10 for blah, blah, blah. And then House of Comedy is like, what the fuck? I don't have 20. And then it's like, okay, crowd work. I was there a couple of months ago and we ended up, uh, we all did a rap as like a crowd. It was very fun and stupid. And the headliner like played a beat. And uh, I was like, okay, this is like, it's just so much fun. And then you can get like a cool video out of it if you film it. So mm-hmm. I would suggest House of Comedy. Yeah. The other, the most intimidating was Stand Up Live by far. Okay. Being in front of that many people for the first time. And it's just one of those clubs where it's abyss. You can't see anything. And then you're doing your stupid, uh, you know, I look like a kid. Like, you're stupid. <laughs> Bet you didn't think this guy was coming out. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Wow, we have Rose Peter's entire act. <laughs> and, how, uh, many, uh, how many people did you say is, are there? On, if it sells out, it's like 600. Whew. So Fuck, yeah. 600? What the fuck is that place? Yeah, and it was crazy because it was like the, the staff was very nice for me. So uh, they were very, very nice. And I'm... I'm not a problem. Like, I'm not a comic that's going to be, like, super memorable. I'm just, like, a nice guy. I'm not in the way. But I'm also, like, that's good because I'm not a fucking asshole. But I was working with, like, Theo Vaughn. Like, all these guys where I'm like, why am I working with you? And then they would uh, sell it out. And i just go up there and fucking eat it. Oh. And, uh... So Ooh. many people too. Yes. Wait. So what? What? So in San Antonio, there's a place called LOL Comedy Club. It okay. seats like 500 people, but uh-huh. that place used to be like an airplane hangar. Wow. So what is Stand Up Live? What is that building? <sighs> it is just a mega. So it's just generally Stand Up Live is um it's a Costco. No, it's like a uh, <laughs> it's actually a, a giant battered women's shelter. But uh, <laughs> so I was killing. I was like, I can't get married. It's a Costco. And, uh, that's a safe space for yeah. abused women. <laughs> <laughs> that's also a comedy it's club. also a comedy club yeah uh, <laughs> that's why you can buy comics in bulk <laughs> yeah hey that was the best callback of the podcast <laughs> yes there we go but uh yeah just a big uh stand up live is a part of another bar uh called copper blues so if a stand up live goes in right next door copper blues goes in and the copper blues is like a super cool really cool looking bar and uh but they're usually in like a strip mall not a strip mall, but you know, you drive by those places. It's uh, very California where it's like, oh, that's a Thai place. That's There's an H&M yeah, on the corner. I can, kind of, stand I up can kind of understand what you're talking about. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And then it's just a big, spa- giant, like a Levity Live. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Levity yeah, Live yeah. kind of thing. There's like that's the runs to it. So, like, I mean, the thing I've, like, heard about, like, LOL, especially in San Antonio, is that, like, 
like sound does not travel that well. And I imagine in stand up live, it's like the same thing too. It was the sound was good. They had good, okay. a great sound system, so that was okay. good. I mean, well, I meant go, more of like the audience laughter, like the audience oh. response. Like you're not going to hear the guy fucking laughing in the yeah, back. Yeah, you're right. That you're is gonna, true, especially gonna, as a yeah. host when people are people are sitting still sitting down and yeah. you're like, yeah. So, oh, but uh, yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that builds up the nerves. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, those type of bombs will just ugh, keep you up in bed at night. It's the old, uh, man, I really wish they didn't yeah. sell this many guns I mean, nearby. I think, <laughs> most, I think the most I've performed at, funny, I think the most I've performed for is 250. I think I've ever done like um, more than that. When, when we were in San Antonio, how many would you say at the, that oh, brewery? That was, that, a was a, that was a lot. That was a lot. But I'd say that was at least. That was less than 250. Yeah, I'd probably say. less than 250. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> bombing, bombing in front of a lot of people. Yes. Like, well, I actually think it's it's better to bomb from. I'd rather bomb in front of a lot of people than like six people. Yeah, that you is. Know? Yes. Just, just, just like, well, like everyone, everyone's just like, come on, do better. When yeah, you, you and you see, see their everyone's faces. Face. But at least when it's just like um, like the ending of Star the new Star Wars, it was just a bunch of fucking empty Sith faces. Yeah. Spoilers. That movie sucks. Was uh, it the new one? Yeah. See, I just started watching all of this. I've never seen any Star Wars. Oh, so I started you. last weekend. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, I never saw any Star Wars before The Force Awakens. So mm-hmm. I watched like the the original trilogy and I was like, that was the most okay experience of my life. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You're watching you're like, these are good, but people are, people live this I life. Just, well, yeah. it's, well, it's just because like, I mean, it's like, it's the typical hero journey so it's like very like it hones in on a lot of myths that people are familiar with from various cultures and also it was like ahead of its time because it was a fucking yeah. space movie in the yeah. 70s because yeah. most people watch these things when they were seven years old yeah right? you're it right is, like, no, and it, then they get attached to it they are kids movies yeah they're, they're, they're kid- films for children yeah that's true <laughs> that's what the Which, reference like, I realized my reference I made fell on deaf ears because you guys haven't seen the new one but it's it's fine I've seen it <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean yeah, at the yeah. end of the stupid, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I see. like the Sith chorus it's dumb <laughs> this thing's dumb. Uh, I just found out who the emperor was. My, oh, you just found out who Sheev is? Is that Sheev, the guy who's also a good guy? No, that's oh, not. Okay. Well, he, he pretends to be a good, bo- good guy. Yeah, pretends it, to be a good guy. Yeah, Sheev. She fucks. He's oh, like the damn. best character. Damn. Yeah. My Spoiler alert for the I don't night. like Jar Jar Binks. Binks is the shit, man. No, don't like yeah, you're him. Right, you're right. He's <laughs> the, Joe, the one Jar Jar Binks defender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in on Jar Jar, dude. That would have made the podcast so much interesting. If it was I, like, hey, did you know that Sean's like a huge Jar Jar? <laughs> I, 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 I tear my shirt. He's my giant <laughs> yeah. tattoo yeah. on my chest. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Binks for life. <laughs> Banks. Misa think you guys uh um, no that's call racist. me Banks. Um uh, and another thing I'm interested about in a lot of comedy scenes is sort of like the alt scene. So like are there scenes that pop up in Phoenix that like aren't tied to clubs but they're rooms Is there like for... some guys abandoned pool pe- people meet in a Duke uh, comedy? Or like um, or just now root. there is because of mm-hmm. Don't Tell. Don't Tell's oh, also yeah, yeah. in Arizona yeah, yeah. now. I know. And um before there's some, yeah, there's like some backyard shows every night. Like if, if Arizona State students also had like a comedy branch, so you could go do comedy at um, Arizona State and then be in front of like 100 to 150 of like college kids. And um, ASU students, more specifically. Yes, yeah, ASU yeah, students. Big so that difference. Could go, yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, shots Burn. fired. Shots fired, SUNY Binghamton. That's the. That's the. I mean, that's an objectively better school. That's the other Arizona. <laughs> that's the other Arizona stereotype is ASU. That's yes. like the only. Yeah, 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 no. just all you need is all you need is a pulse and fake tits. <laughs> yep, and you're there. I mean, the girls walking around. That yes, they yeah. are. They are. My lord. I was listening uh, yeah. to a podcast how they were joking about how at ASU there's probably a major called bottle service. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just like it's probably like you could make you could make so much money being a bottle service girl. It is funny like, to see that progression. That you see a girl in college, and then you're like, because their Instagram slowly starts. Like, first of all, there's one with like a good amount of clothes, but she's on a guy's shoulders, and you're right. like, was this a crazy night, or are you Woo! employed? And then sooner or later, the belly button starts to show, and they get a champagne bottle and <laughs> a glow stick yeah. in their hand, and you're like, you work at El Jefe. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, oh, guys, come in Wednesday. Half yeah, off, come ha- see half me. Half off ladies' okay. night. So, yeah, yeah, come so see can, me. So you can perform in front of ASU students yes you could do that and then there was a couple independent there was comedy off main street was a good one there weren't too many um so there were things like that but there weren't too many alt comics it was generally just like comics trying to figure out how to talk about their lives like a classic comedy there weren't too many um like a martin urbano there wasn't a martin urbano there's one guy who's doing there's two of my friends the most signature, there's Michael Longfellow who's doing very well in L.A. right now. He was just on NBC's Bring the Funny. He's got a Conan. He's like 24. He kind of has like a signature delivery, but it is 
kind of like the way he talks in real life. But I think he was the most distinct. He wasn't too alty, but he he's very unique. But other than that, it's just like, you know, trying to figure out how to be funny. There was one guy with no arms. He had claws. So that there's was all. There's a lot say, of comics with no arms. I've met there's a lot. too many. There's a lot of them. <laughs> I mean, you met Chris Crespo, right? Uh uh-uh. Oh, you haven't met Chris Crespo? He, he also doesn't have he's any like, arms. Yeah, he's like one of those. How do you lose his arms? Uh, born without him, right? That's. His... I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't ask. You know, if he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it looks that way. I don't think he lost did... them. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know got how electrocuted. I don't want to. I got, got electrocuted. You know, you know, in America's really, that's how he lost his. Yeah, he touched an electric pole and it blew his arms off. Talk about a mistake. You know, on America's Got Talent, though, there was a comic who went really far. This guy, the the tiny hands guy. Like, I mean, I was talking about it with another comic and who knew Chris Crespo, and she was like, "Oh fuck, Chris Crespo's got to get arms now." (laughs) (laughs) Because like, like, there can't be more than one who has that brand. Yeah, like like Josh Blue. All those terrible palsy comics were probably like, "Fuck, god damn it, (laughs) yeah." Um, but yeah, so like, so like uh, the scene is pretty much dominated by like the clubs. There's no like other rooms people can go to really. Uh, I would say yes. Well, you know what? I was, geez, this is going to be embarrassing. I was a part, I I was a part of a show that did really, really well. And, um, it was called literally the worst show ever. It was at this big, one of the big music venue to go to was called Crescent Ballroom. And it was a giant ballroom and uh, it was an absolutely wild show that was kind of like a sketch overall. And then a break in the sketch would be a com uh, a comedian in the middle of the show. So it'd have three acts, and then there'd be like three or four comics. And that show got to that show won best show in the state like oh, every year. Fuck yeah. And it was uh, it was real. It's like I mean the show is crazy. We had horses there, like a live band. So it felt like you were doing um two dope queens live show. Yeah, and something like that. So that was amazing. And then there's another a Valley Bar show where that was like their other smaller room where it was like the cool. You're gonna be in front of a lot of cool hip Phoenix people, a lot of downtowners trying to be hipsters. Mm-hmm. So those are the other two. And but otherwise, yeah, if you're trying to get paid, a, or it's the clubs. But right. The thing about the clubs, maybe it's kind of the same thing a little bit more upstate, is uh, they have like a, a three-month cycle generally, where it's like, if you're in, you're in, but you're not going to be working every weekend. Yeah. And the more I talk to, I don't know if you talk to Boston Comics, but it seems like it seems like they kind of have a little more gig power than other states. Like, it seems like Boston Comics come here and they're like, uh, yeah, there's independent gigs here and there, there's all these clubs where, I don't know. But that seems to be, I talked to a couple who were like, yeah, man, like if you're a comic in Boston, you work New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, no, Only I, select Zach people was telling that. us that you could be not great and still have a full calendar. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was telling us that too. It's just like, yeah. I, like the, I've got, I should probably listen to our podcast sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I forget everything all the time. But I yeah, mean, no, like, I mean, I see a lot of people who move to Boston get constantly yeah. booked. There. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like they, you know, they're, oh, I. I've never done this yet, mainly because, you know, but like when they post a picture of themselves, like, these are all my upcoming days. Yes, yeah. And I'm like, you know, some of us have maybe two books a week, a month. All right. Yeah. And then I, I forget to post about them and then no one comes. Yeah. All right. That, that's my comedy career. Mm-hmm. Let me have this. And it's funny because, like, people, I mean, the thing is, I've done that, but I feel like I do it. I've, everyone does it because, like, they want to look busy, but it's funny because, like, no one does it and thinks like this will get people to come yeah it looks good yeah it just yes. looks good it like gets you like the likes and your parents are just like wow look at you go yes. working comic, oh my working God, comic. Yeah. that's what you think yeah <laughs> oh, it's I, all a lie if, if we sell 12 tickets i'll get ten dollars <laughs> yeah exactly i'm getting paid in battered <laughs> if women I, if tea. i sell 12 <laughs> tickets <laughs> i can go on stage again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that is uh yes this guy booked me so now i have to book him on my exactly. next show Right, shaking right. the hands. Hey, yeah. you come here, I'll come there. <laughs> um, we're going to do each other's podcast. Yeah, <laughs> get into their character. 2011 yeah. Nissan. Nissan Maxima, baby. Best podcast baby. studio ever. Uh, thank you, Anchor, for buying us a Nissan to record it. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just put our fucking thing on Anchor. We would have made some money. Yeah, you can still be on can Patreon. Because I heard, but like Anchor yeah. like really fucking screws you, though. Like they... Like, don't, don't they know. claim a lot of ownership? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we would just sell the rights and start over. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so in terms of like Phoenix, uh, in terms of like the comedians there, like what what are kind of the topics that comedians tend to tr- uh, tread on? Boy, it's really fucking hot outside, huh? <laughs> a lot of battered women out here. A lot of scorpions. <laughs> lot of Almost scorpions, recent. battered women, and <laughs> yeah. heat. Kill the coyote. All right, well, on we have our set. How's the love Trump? Oh, we have <laughs> um, Phoenicians book us. 
<laughs> Are they called Phoenicians? I yeah, feel like Phoenicians. That's, really? Yeah. I thought that was. But nobody oh, says that there. No one's walking around like I'm a Phoenician. That, I, mean, uh, I just, I, just remember, I only remember that because of the one, Louis, the Louis joke. Yeah. Like, okay. People from Phoenix are called Phoenicians. Shut up, faggot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he said that, when I heard that first time, I was like, "That's me." <laughs> yeah. Like, that's awesome. Um, is I'd say for the most part, it's it's people talking about it's people trying to. I think Phoenix does a good job of people trying to be uniquely themselves. So I think it's people trying to um, figure out who they are and get you to laugh based off of not necessarily a technical punchline. Like when I was in Chicago, it was very well written for the, the short time that I was there. My opinion of it was it was very well written, but it also kind of felt like people took a college class because it was like, ah, there's the simile. There's the there's the there's the one two three there's mm-hmm. the metaphor there's the you know uh, you could never do it that oh, way. Oh, he did an I- iambic pentameter. That's yes. very clever. <laughs> yes, and I think Phoenix has generally trying to be like, okay, let me get you to laugh because of my they all those things are there, but I think it's also a little bit trying to be like because of my cadence and because of like quickly be like, oh, this is who this guy is, and he would say that, but that also fucks you because the people who figure that out. Um, that's cool. But then when I moved to Chicago and New York, I was like, oh shit. Like, it's like going to, uh, it's like thinking, you know how to play guitar and then you get there to Chicago, New York and people are like, do you know your scales? And you're like, well, I know the beginning of Sweet Child of Mine. And you're like, (laughs) yeah, so what? We know a million other songs. And you're like, fuck, I have my, I have Sweet Child of Mine and that's it. So then you kind of have to, I had to learn the tricks a little bit more because, uh, yeah, but that's what I think Phoenix is. is people just trying to be like, how am I funny on my own? And uh, yeah, but that's cool because I I tend to be more drawn towards comics like that. Yeah, I, I think be, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like, and I feel like, um, I feel like when it comes to like great comics, I think you're either I think there's like people who are mixes of that and mm-hmm. know their structure, but like know who they are. Yeah, and there's comedians who really know who they are. And yes, they've been very lucky to get their following. And then there's comedians yes. who just know structure really well and yes. they have like killer lines. Like uh, yeah, you got a Norman in there, mm-hmm. and then you got yeah, a, yeah. like uh, I think Lisa Traeger does a great job of just like hiding her punches. Like it seems like, or like Shane Gillis, mm-hmm. people yeah. that are just uh, Sean Patton, who are just like, oh, that's who they are. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dan Soder's a great. Uh, I love Dan Soder right now, but um, yeah, then you got like a Mark Norman who was just like who's yeah. just the perfect just joke, the, joke, joke, yeah. joke. But I, I see how that might be like. Uh, there's kind of like butting heads when you come to New York because I remember here overhearing at, at one show some comic talking, being like, "Yeah, I was at this show and this um, comedian roasted me. He said like uh, you only write premises, not punchlines." <laughs> and I just like I that 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 kind of bothers me a little bit because that just implies that I think it implies structure there. It implies that yeah, like, every, yeah. Well, I mean, you have to go for structure all the time, which I mean that's important. Well, it's because one of those things, if you're telling somebody like how do you make a joke, what do you tell yeah. them? Premise, point of view, punchline. Right? Yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the basis of comedy more yeah. or less. Yeah. But then you can find your own thing. Like one of my favorite comics is JB Smooth. Yeah. And he is completely just energy. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and, he's, and he's wild, just wild. But like you know, like he made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the hardest I ever laughed on. 10 minutes on fucking bread at fucking <laughs> at, uh, at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And I'm like, that. how does he... Because he's a strong personality. Just personality. He's like one like, of the strongest personalities mm-hmm. in comedy. Mm-hmm. But if he, if he was just like, took a set of it and he told me, yeah, you ever have that uh, bread at uh, Cheesecake Factory? It's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, do you like that? But like, what like, what's his, yeah, what's his, what's his point of view on it? Is it just it's, like, it's, it's really good? It's really fucking good, yeah. Nice. Like, that's it's cool enti- to see someone pick like a pro... Most people shit on this. Topic. Yeah, he's like, he's like, listen, what was his punchline? He's like, listen, if my if my wife offered to uh, let me fuck her asshole tonight, or I could fuck this this bread, I would fuck the bread. That's the, <laughs> I butchered it. Yeah. Go see JB Smooth. No, live. no one could read March a twenty second. No one could read a transcript and be funny. Only JB Smooth could do that. Yeah, that's why I always know? hate when people print like jokes for like articles, and then he said this. Oh and my it's god! Like, yeah, it's like well, you lose a lot of context there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the kind of like they, yeah, just the lack of context. Well, like it's boring. I, yeah, kill all the journalists. At least well, no, I, was, yeah. I was even saying like in like a takedown. I mean, just like you ever read like somebody's review of a comedy special? It's like. And oh, they, they, they like well, typed yeah, out a yeah. joke. Yeah, and you're like, and you're well, like, this, this is, is not funny. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I'm always. I think like I'm always so concerned about how comedy is presented when it comes down to that. It's just like no, but like the way he said it and the way he yeah, have, like the the. I mean, like like theater. I feel like some stand up has subtext to yeah. it. I was and listening like, to a really pretentious pod. We'll go back to the really pretentious yeah. podcast. They're talking about Ricky Gervais is going to host the Golden Globes as mm-hmm. always, and they're like, yeah, he just does like comedy now or whatever. And I I thought like. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, comedy's yeah. And they and he's like and he's like they're like what relevance does he have? I'm like fuck you, he's fuck a fucking you. comic. He's doing com. He's been doing comedy for their, so long. Their point, their point was a host of a of a show doesn't need to be funny. And I'm like that's why no one watches award shows. Yeah. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah, I, I I hate when people have strong points of view without knowing anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, why do people care so much about? It's like comedy. Just I mean, I love comedy and all that stuff. But when people are like, uh, I don't understand the interest in like attacking. Or even like I don't know, or even some praising it sometimes. Yeah, like sometimes it's praised to a level where you're like, "Whoa!" I that's, mean, that's like that's like like giving out an award for hanging out with your friends and making fun of your one friend the yeah, best. Yeah, like like just like I'm like I'm going to a party after this, not to brag. I'm cool. Yeah, and I'm like I'm, I know I'm gonna be fun of my friend Nino. I'm not like that's gonna be the end of it. Like that's just yeah. gonna be it. Like that's it. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. People, yeah, people definitely, it's very much now that it's like comedy's in the news for good and bad. Uh, overall good, because any publicity is good publicity, whatever the fuck they say. But it's like, oh yeah, it shouldn't be this in the news. Yeah, it's like, it, because it's just it's just so easy to make an article being like, well, people said this today. Yeah. And that, that, <laughs> that's just what it is. That, I think I blame Twitter comedy for it. Most. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah, Twitter is Twitter is like the the takedown center. Twitter Twitter's the, just bad. Twitter is uh, it's okay. Follow <laughs> us on two mic minimum. On Twitter. Follow, yeah, follow <laughs> our Twitter. Our Twitter, Twitter is great. That if anything ever becomes problematic, Peter tweeted it. And that's actually true. <laughs> our Twitter is only us tweeting the episodes, and occasionally it's retweeting me because it's something podcast related. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this joke will be funny to our sixty nine. Nice. nice. We have sixty nine followers. I'm gonna confirm that for a second. I'm so pissed. We. I'll help you get to seventy. Oh. Yes, please do. Actually, help us get a hundred more. Since I was, <laughs> I'd rather have 69. more followers than just a joke following. Yeah, there we go. Sixty-nine followers. Nice. Sixty. Fucking nice. That's a hot following number right there. Yeah, baby. We're gonna blow up this year. Twenty twenty <laughs> vision. Yeah. Two my minimum blows up. And by blows up, I mean we end it. <laughs> well, we ended by blowing up this by car. blowing up this blowing, car. With blowing me up this it. car in this street. Being yeah, like, yeah. It was like, what? What was this? ISIS. ISIS will claim responsibility, but it was just us two <laughs> blowing yeah, up yeah. this car. Yeah, you got to go. You got to blame Iran now. I think ISIS. They killed the guy, right? Yeah, we beat ISIS. Now yeah. we're like, you know, what? let's let's get you another. Let's get Iran in there. Let's get another eye. We always yeah. say we beat ISIS, though, but they're still just going to exist. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's kind it, of yeah. funny. Like I think Trump said like three times that like we beat ISIS, and it's like, mm. it's not like it's a, it's not like it's a country because well, that's the thing ISIS is like I but mean there's so many different factions of it that's as like hard know, to if like if you listen to the end of every two my minute we get into foreign politics <laughs> yeah, we get into foreign politics all the time uh, we talk about like trade relations between like uh, strong and weak countries and how they affect the global economy yeah and, and we're gonna do comedy there <laughs> yeah we're gonna do comedy there we're gonna do US, USO tour <laughs> they, they book us to go to Iran yeah <laughs> fucking I'll do a spot in Tehran <laughs> you, you, you all have a lot of battered women here yeah I'm the cow kill out there <laughs> yeah I'll bring Charles along. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring Charles. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we can we can start wrapping up. Yeah, we're, uh, we're uh, the last minutes. thing I did want to ask you uh, is um, in Phoenix right now, mm-hmm. who's like hot right now? Who are the comics who are hot right now? Who are the comics that you have to see? Well, I would say the ones that are uh, Mike Gender's, Dan Thompson, um, both hilarious, and um, there's a couple that are moving away. But here are some of them. I'm a list. Do you mind if I list off? Like, yeah, just okay. them, right? them all yeah, off. Mike Genders, Dan Thompson, Anwar Newton, Michael Turner, Christian. Um, God damn it, I always forget his name. But he's a he's a young twenty year old. He's very funny. Christian. I always forget his last name ever since I've known him. Um, that's Luis that's Albert. his last name actually. Yeah, Christian, I forget his last name. He dresses like a weirdo. He dresses like an L.A. weirdo. Okay. So you'll see. Oh, I know. Like, you know what a guy, a guy who find like caution tape and be like, "This is cool." And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, make the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, it's chic. Yes. And um, Luis Alvarez, Thomas Epolito, Derek McFarland, Eric Subcheck, Pizza Party Improv Troupe is hilarious. There's a lot of very funny. I mean, there's a lot of very funny people out there. Those are the off the top of my head. Uh, that I saw them when I went there last, and I saw all those people when I went there last, and I've known some of them for years, but they all just killed. Like, you know what I mean? You're in New York, and then you go back, and you're like, yeah, I'm not, you have a little bit about you. You know you go to a different state, and you you stay humble, but there's a part of you that's like, I am from New York. People think I'm 
I am better. No, trust yeah. me. Every time I've gone, I've mentioned I'm better than them. Yeah, you yeah. say you're like, look, you have it in your head where you're like, I'm living in New York right now. I'm going to be better. But like all those people, I'm like, oh shit. I walk by the comedy cellar three times a week. Yeah, never go yeah. in. But I walk by it. Well, did when you went back to Arizona this Christmas, like, did you like do people think you're hot shit because you're in New York now, or do they no? Just nobody like, really fuck you. gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. I remember the first time I visited yeah. New York, I went to, and I was like I was friends with everybody. I was, uh, you know, I'm a nice guy, and uh, I thought I went to an open mic. And there was a bunch of people there, and in my head I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna fucking watch me." Mm. And literally everybody mm. just turned their back. Yeah, and I was back. like, "Jeez, yeah. Louise, yeah. it's good to be home." It's no, worse it's than like... like the creek in the cave. You oh know what I mean? God, I was yeah. like, nobody cares. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would see any of those people. They're always at the clubs, and uh, yeah, they're mm. very, very funny. Awesome. Well, Charles, thank you for joining thank us you. on thank this. Thank you for coming in the car on this anchor-sponsored yeah. podcast on our recording car. Is this studio. This the worst Uber drive of your life. <laughs> no. Well, if I have to pay, yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, come to my weekly show. It's uh, yes. Mondays. Yes, we're getting, our, getting to our plugs right here. Nice. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Social media. Where better can, yeah. Social media. Yeah. Where can people follow you? Um, I'm not on Twitter right now. So Smart. I deleted that. I'm uh, Instagram Charles underscore Ingle. Um, I think that's all I have. Snapchat. I'm Royal Chuck. I still keep Snapchat every now and then, just in case. That's crazy. That's the first Snapchat. Yeah, that's the first yeah. Snapchat yeah. we keep. Yes. I have a yeah. podcast that's changing its name uh, because the name's gotten too popular. But we had it first. We were a Please Send Nudes podcast. Oh, and uh, <laughs> Do you yeah, get too many nudes. <laughs> dude, well, we would get nudes, but um, now it's like you can get Please Send Nudes on like a pillow at Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, and yeah, like, ah, this is overplayed. Wait, so did you did you do it before the meme, or was it during we were, when the meme started? We were probably a little before the meme. And okay. Then, um, oh, that sucks. Yeah, and well, it helps because people thought we told people right. we started that. So oh, okay. People okay. would be like, "Holy shit, you guys are famous!" So and we're like, "Yeah, on, we are." Famous. You, go on famous, you, you go made on, no money. If you yeah. go on knowyourmeme.com, yeah. they cite the source as your podcast. Yeah. That would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And okay. um, I think that's yeah. The the weekly show is uh, every Monday, eight o'clock. The Bowery Electric off uh, Bleecker Street, Manhattan. It's a cool show. We have comics. All from you know TV comics, and then we end it with a freestyle rap battle based off of topics given from the audience. We are at the Stand Comedy Club every month. The next show is uh, January twenty second, and then if you're in LA, this is going to sound douchey, but I'll be there at the end of the month. So just follow hey, me. Check, and him out. Him check him out. Check him out, Mary Beckett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter! Shop, All my shop. battered women in LA, come and see me. <laughs> yeah, check, uh, him, check him out. Hot yeah, we we got into a fight with the. Somebody no, we comic. Get to a fight. Well, we she, to a she fight. left a nasty comment. She just left a nasty yeah. comment, and then we like laughed about it. Yeah, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to be a meanie. Oh, uh, well, was... she read. All right, so like we had this like we we're talking about audience members we hate, uh-huh. and we I mentioned how I hate like forty year old drunk women who are married and trying to still have it. Yeah, at comedy and, shows, at, like trying to yeah. be like they yell out or something. Yeah, they like, yell yeah. out. They're, they're like with their husbands. Yeah, it was just based on true experiences. Yeah, and we we posted the clip of that, and uh, this one woman <laughs> called us out. Like, no one wants to hear from two white men when they think about women. Dude, <laughs> I hate, and we're not we can't get into this. Yeah, but the white men hate thing. Jeez Louise, there's so many different talking points. I don't think she points. said white men. I, I think, think she, she said just white said, men. I'll go, I'll Look go it up, double but check. She, it might have been men. But like, the thing she conveniently ignored is we had a gay woman on the same podcast agreeing with us. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was the funniest. It's yeah. like, we don't just, uh, we're woke. We literally called it, Peter used to call himself the Westchester but, woke uh, boy. Yeah, no, go to, no, go check out Mary Beck and Hot Medusa yeah, Comedy. Hot they, were, they, were, they were really they were nice, nice to us. When we, but it's like anything, what you see on social media is not real life. Oh, she yes. did say white male comics. I told you, she Damn. said white male. Yeah. White male comics. That's not even relevant, though, our, our Yeah, race. our whiteness, like... <laughs> My God! I do. I will tell you. Yeah. I do work with. Uh, I'm the only white guy at my job, and um, nice diversity hire. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, for real. And uh, they really did. They truly hated me. And that we we had it. We all smoked weed, and they Wait, let their. Where do you work? Though? I work just at a little Tender Greens, but everybody's from like the Bronx and Harlem. Okay, that they're makes great sense. people, but like they definitely hated me. We had like a chat, and they they kind of air it out every now and then. But the hate is uh, still real sometimes. Like they're all my, they're all my friends. They all like, uh, I respect them. They respect well, me. But every now and then it'll be like a little like, you know, we hate you guys. And I'm like, ah, well, I know. I like how we began this podcast with jokes about Battered white women. power pe- and also white power people. And, but and now we're ending this podcast with people being like, this is why the whites. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I right. the beer. workplace discrimination. <laughs> yeah. You can yes. cut it out. <laughs> all right. You can. Ch- and after listening to this, we're now on compound media suddenly. I don't know how yeah. that happened. <laughs> oh, oh, that would help our numbers a lot. <laughs> that, that would help our numbers, but I don't want them as fans. Uh, <laughs> That's 
accurate. That's true. Only vol cells, no incels. That's the saying. Of this. <laughs> yes, because as we know, Sean is a vol cell. I'm What's a vol cell? I'm yes. voluntarily celibate. Yes. Oh, so, voluntarily so if celibate. a woman yes. is coming up to him, putting his hands all over him, he's got to be Which like, does happen a lot. Yeah. Which does happen a lot. He's I saw that happen like, outside look, before we got in the car. Look, yeah, you're right. beautiful, and I'd love to do... Really nasty things to you, but sorry. I'm, I took my cr- I took my oath, and I am. That is, it. this is my lifestyle now. Yeah, this is who I am. <laughs> All right, I need to let's do some quick plugs. Yeah. Uh, follow me at BigBerry63 on Instagram. Follow my other podcast, the Big Berry Podcast on Instagram. Woo. On February 22nd, I have my first improv show at UCB. Check awesome, that out. Yeah. Follow along my social medias for more updates on that. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter. You can just type in my name. I'm not going to list all my handles. But uh, anyway, yeah, go follow us. And make sure you follow Two Mike Minimum on Instagram and Twitter. And if you listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever, make sure make sure you give us a five-star rating. And make sure you subscribe so we get our numbers up and we can promote some more more great content to people all over the world. Woo! Yes. Hi, right, Charles. Thank you again. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. This was a I, lot of fun. Thank you for joining us on Two Mike Minimum. <laughs> <laughs>